What up? Standing with you, man. How you doing tonight? Man, it's Sunday night. Man, Sunday night. We didn't have we didn't had uh uh Thursday Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Right, right. Sunday. Now we got Cyber Monday. We got it all going on this weekend. Don't forget, don't forget Giving Tuesday, even though I don't give on Tuesday because I already paid my tithes. Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, yeah. So after Black Friday, then then what is it? Small business Saturday. Uh-huh. And then Cyber Monday, they have Giving Tuesday, where you're supposed to give the charities and stuff. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Pretend like you ain't never tell me. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't care if it's the food bank or the people outside. I tell them the same thing. As long as I'm giving to the Lord, you hey. know. That's, that's that's my charitable giving. Hey man, I do give I, every time somebody say St. Jude's, I give. I I, I do. I, I I've been up there and saw a lot of their work that they do. So I, I try to give to St. Jude's. Man, St. Jude is a saint. They got money. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome everybody. I see you, Sister Tate. God bless you, uh, Sister Johnson. Our faithful, our faithful viewer, Rashonda. What's going on with you? Tell my little man, I said, what's up, what's up, what's up? Pastor Tatum. Yo, yo, what's happening? Hey, I want to give a shout out to Pastor Tatum and her her podcast. Oh, my goodness, I forgot what it was called that quick. I had a brain fart. Type it in the comments, Pastor Tatum, because they did a wonderful PK, uh, a wonderful PK podcast. Okay. Preacher's Kids, the struggles of Preacher's Kids. And these are grown preachers' kids. Oh, it was, P- it was preachers. I thought the PK was for pimps' kids. I was gonna say I should have yeah. been. On- <laughs> See, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff my, my daddy had issues. He was a Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, my daddy Jeff, had issues. I'm Jeff just- been working out some issues. <laughs> uh, Pastor said I didn't want to say the wrong podcast because she has several programs. I've seen she has one for ladies. And and then I was on the first one, I believe I was on one of the first ones. I forgot. It's just it's just I'm just losing my my, my name. Put it up there, Pastor Tatum. Uh, but we're not talking about pimps' kids. We were talking about pastors' kids. Okay. Pastors <laughs> kids. <laughs> that, that's a whole different counseling session for you. Uh, hey Tim, Deb, Rashad, good to see you. Uh, but anyway, it was insightful. I'm gonna make my daughter watch it because she's around about that age, coming up on teenage years. All those pressures. Uh, that go into being a PK. Uh, I've definitely learned from some of my mentors about how to treat my kids and balance my kids. And that's probably going to be a whole nother, uh, you know, lifted. Yeah, lifted with Pastor Tatum Osborne. Thank you, Pastor Tatum. I forgot. Uh, lifted with Pastor Tatum Osborne. That episode is still up on her Facebook page. Uh, but, you know, we're not going to uh, tread on that water because they did it so excellently. There's no reason for us to to hit that. But Jeff, come on, man. The news of the weekend. The Tyson Jones fight. Iron Mike, baby. Iron Mike is back. Y'all better watch. Listen, listen, let me okay. tell you. Well, first of all, we got to bring in Big Mike. You bring him back. Iron Mike. Come on, Big Mike. Come in real quick. What up, y'all? Let me let me tell y'all before we, because it was around this time of year. It was around this time of year because I it was at, it was at, uh, I was at the mall, at the Eastwood Mall. I was up in, remember, it was Kahunaville. Yeah, yeah. I went downstairs to, to get some, uh, I like, Victoria's Secret's very sexy cologne. I went down there to get some of the cologne. I'm in there and they shut the doors. Okay. They shut the doors. And I'm like, why are they shutting the doors? I got to get out. I'm, I'm at a party upstairs at Coonville. 
Mike Tyson was in there, baby. Mike shut the whole place down. Is that I right? Got to meet Mike, man. I got to now, meet. Now, 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 I'll, I'll be honest. You know, if Michael Jackson went to Disneyland, he would shut down Disneyland. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was only able to shut down Kahunaville. <laughs> no, he shut down Victoria's Secret. Oh, Victoria's Secret. That's even worse. That's, that's even worse. <laughs> that's like shutting down Arby's. <laughs> Listen, Mike, Mike was about to get it in, baby. Big Mike, give us your thoughts on the on on the whole night. Um, it was entertaining, but I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Yeah, I didn't pay for it either. I just jumped between uh people that was live streaming. Right, it. right. Sinners. I didn't do the sinning. I just happened to see it in my timeline and my the devil's thumb hit the button and I just <laughs> <laughs> That's okay because I know a preacher who sells fire sticks, so whatever. Oh well. <laughs> uh so we all know Mike won number one. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. He won. He won. Yeah. Roy, Roy still has some speed, but he looked tied out to the second round. He was oh, done. Dude. He was he was he was swinging and holding. I yeah, mean, you know the whole fight. Which he had that little he had that little quick one though. Right, right, right. I've been following Mike though for a while. I listened to his podcast, listened to a few interviews, and I was right. I was surprised that he even fought again. Um, one of the interviews I was watching, Joe Rogan asked him if he still worked out. This was like a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And Mike said that he can't work out because that monster comes out and he hates that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he don't he don't calm down. He don't mellowed out. He said he hate the person he used to be. So I was real surprised that he even fought. But when I heard he was fighting, I'm like, look, all it's going to take is one solid punch to the face. Mike going to snap. He's going to start fighting and kicking and everything else. But he, he, he held his, you know, his 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 composure. I'm but he, he had that look a couple of times. You could tell he was yeah. ready to go in. Like second round, he, he was ready to go in. Yeah. yeah. Now I heard. I heard once again. I didn't watch it, but I did hear that uh, Snoop Dogg commentated. He was oh. the best ever. Snoop made the show. Yeah, <laughs> he, he really did. He so really did. My dizzle. <laughs> Mike, whatever Mike does in the future with this production. He should keep Snoop as the color commentator on everything. I don't care yeah. if they're doing three-on-three basketball. I, I don't care what it is. Right, right. He and was he, like, you know, when they got out there, he was like, it's like two uncles fighting at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Grandma, they out here fighting again. <laughs> <laughs> but the story of the night was Nate Robinson. Rest in peace. <laughs> Nate Robinson. Crazy. Man, I saw more memes about him. Anything else? If you did not know who he was before last night, you will forever know. <laughs> I mean, he's he he is going to be a crying Jordan level <laughs> from now on. Nate Robinson is going to be a crying Jordan level. Yes, Pastor Tatum. As soon as he was out, as soon as he got knocked out, Snoop started singing "Precious Lord." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so funny, man. That was funny. <laughs> Snoop started singing Precious Lord, which to me gives me all the bona fides I need to know that Snoop truly can release gospel albums. Because if you know Precious Lord, actually know some of the lines, <laughs> I got to give it to you. Yeah, I, I got to give it to you. But yeah, Nate was out before he hit the ground. 
He was out of his league. And a lot of people are saying it takes courage to get in there, you know, whatever. It also takes courage and, and good sense to know not to get in the ring with a trained boxer. Yeah. I, you know, an athlete, an athlete and a trained boxer are two different Absolutely. people. Yo, and then, then I found out he only got, what, six grand? Ten grand? Something yeah, like that. A whole lot of money. He didn't get nothing for that. Nah, uh-uh. nah, man. Six grand? Not, for, not for all for all that embarrassment. That's not even covering the uh, nice emergency room. That's not even the emergency room bill. For, uh, <laughs> the smelling sauce. Yeah, that, that's not, yeah. You can't even buy a couple eight hundred for that. Right, right. Might make it more. that every two weeks. Right. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm, I'm telling y'all. You know. He is going to be the meme. I saw I saw memes of uh, him laying next to Jordan. Uh, I saw the memes. I shared one with Simba from the Lion King telling him to wake up, wake up. <laughs> hey, your boy, Pastor Jeff, uh, Pastor Patton from Texas, he said he le- left out of church and took a Nate. <laughs> <laughs> he took a Nate. Nate is going to be synonymous with nap. From now on, oh my you know, what was crazy was that it only took like ten minutes, and there was memes all over Facebook. Oh man, within seconds, that quick. Man. The internet is undefeated. The undefeated. internet is undefeated. I don't. That's why I can't be famous at this point because I, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't take that kind of pressure. If I was Nate Robinson, I'd be driving off a cliff somewhere after no that. No I, no I, no I couldn't crazy. do it. God, God bless him for his for his inner strength but yeah would you want to see more of these mike do you think these were good productions um i don't know man i don't know i mean because again it was entertaining but it was boring at the same time like all they did was just throw a couple punches and then hold each other and and i wasn't feeling i wasn't feeling the performances either Nah, no not really not really I really feel like, honestly, if Tyson is trying to, and I think all the the leagues like Ice Cube with the three on three league and all that, there's a whole other conversation. We're gonna have to move on, but I think you got to be careful about centering sports always around hip hop because you're missing a lot of your demographic when you do that. You think? I think so. Because remember, I mean, look back in the day, you know, the crowds were mixed. You got to, you know, you had white. And, and I just think you have to be cautious about that because you could be killing off some of your. I thought the guys. same thing. I, I thought the same thing. But, you know, living here in Sharon, li- living here in Sharon, which is, you know, predominantly white. And then then like even when Sharon goes to other schools, to them country schools. Right. When they're on the field working out, dude, they listening to hip hop. Yeah, but I'm not talking about the athletes. I'm talking about the customers. The customers. I'm talking about the people that are shell out. $100 for a fight. Yeah. $300 for a ticket. That's what um, I'm talking about. Um, they ain't, ain't them kids and they, they ain't us either. They kind of go with it to me, but I mean, right now anyway, but we'll see. You know, I'm out though. I'll see y'all okay. wrong. Y'all do what y'all do. I'll be back. All right, Pastor Jeff, you got to wait, wait, wait before we get into our... Uh... I'm good, brother. Wait, I am, wait, wait, wait. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I am I am well with my soul. It is well with my well. Well... This show is titled Till Death Do Us Part. And after a year of doing Religiously Incorrect podcast, we've been at this for a minute now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what episode count we're on. We've been, we just stopped counting, you know, started putting the data when we went live. Right. But here we are, 
We've talked about it from the beginning. Tonight, we're crossing a milestone, Pastor Jeff. Mm-hmm. We're going to be joined by our first ladies. Because beside every good man, <laughs> uh, you know, I used to say behind, but then my dad corrected me. Uh-huh. George Johnson. Well, George will correct you. Gave us a Georgism. He said, <laughs> it's not behind every good man. It's beside every good man is a good woman. So do you have a good woman beside you? I got one. She 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 the best to me. She well, hey, I've been motioning my good woman to come over here for like two minutes while I was talking. I I, I I know if you saw me, I was doing it too. I was like, Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's like making uh, signals at a musician. <laughs> All right. So welcome to the show. First Lady Tiffany Stanford and my own First Lady Shamika Johnson. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. There it is. Everybody, welcome there to the is. Incorrect Studio, Our First Ladies. Yes, yes. So, hand. Yeah, yeah. Give, give it up for our First Ladies. You got to clap for our wives, you know. You got to give it up, give it up, give it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Tiffany, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from, uh, who you're married to. (laughs) Well, I am Tiffany Stanford. I was born a heel. I am from Warren, Ohio, born and raised, been here all my life. Uh Uh-huh. Married to this guy. I'm just this guy. This guy. And you know what? Now that our first ladies are here, you know, we're basically all getting uh, the, the short shaft today. Get all the attention. But that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. All, right. all right. Introduce yourself. I'm Shamika Johnson. I'm from Warren, Ohio. Married to Todd. Pastor Todd. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That, hey, remember that's what I said in my fr- at, at the end of my, my, my worst sermon. Hey, and that's it. That's, that's, it. that's all. I got. That's, that's all I got. I don't got no more. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> well, we wanted to do this show, Pastor Jeff, to talk about with our wives and bring to the public stage what uh, I guess you could call a, a, a G-rated version of conversations we have all the time as oh. pastors with pastors' wives, and it does have to be G-rated. Hey, Elder Carter, good to see you. Uh, and that is what it's like being a first lady. Now, I'll start off by saying this. You know, somebody, you know, one of those Facebook debaters, one of those Facebook debaters went, went into one of those, what's a first lady and why do we have first ladies? Oh, Lord. You know what I mean? What's a first lady and why? And of course, is it in the Bible and all that stuff? I think we all know that in any occupation of significance or prominence, whomever, and it, typically in a patriarchal society, when the the man was usually the person, the manager, the president, the king, whatever, the woman beside him is a person of importance as well. That that's just anywhere, in any place, and 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 so we know it's not some biblical title. It's not a spiritual gift. It's not listed with you know pastors, teachers, evangelists, first ladies, prophets. <laughs> but it is a gift. It is. A, it's definitely a gift. It is a gift. So if if nothing else, it's our gifts. Definitely our gift. It's our gift. So yeah, because if, if when, when my sermon is really whack and I'm just off 
And I know, I know I don't deserve an amen. <laughs> I know I wouldn't say amen to myself. <laughs> I'd be listening to myself preach sometime. Like if I was listening to myself right now, in the pew, I'd be texting Stanford and telling him this dude is whack. And this gift over here still says amen. Now she won't say I did well afterwards, but she'll say amen in the church. Well, praise God for you because <laughs> I got mine a little different now. My mine a little different. My 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 mine of my poor oh, baby. That's I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> she don't start like booing you during the sermon, like hissing. She ain't, gonna, she ain't gonna boo me, but she sure enough ain't gonna. She sure enough ain't gonna. She she will support me though. She will support me. But like we like you said, when I get home, she gonna be like. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. She gonna let you know. Is she gonna let me know? It, 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 it's a calling. Pastor Tatum just said it's a calling to be married to a pastor. Mm-hmm. And, and and by the way, that'd be a good something to tell a lot of young ladies to stop chasing after ministers and pastors if you're not truly ready for all that craziness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so Tiffany, I want to start off with with a question. And maybe we'll ask each other's wives questions and kind of go back and forth. Sounds good. Growing up, growing up, what did you think of first ladies? And 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 maybe name one that you might have had a respect for, really maybe came to love and know. Okay. Um, well, my favorite first lady is past Sister Merrill. Okay. She was she was the one that I, I I when I first noticed that role, she was like she was classy. She was beautiful. She was always late, which I'm going to blame her for, for my tardiness sometimes. But she loved her children. You know, she, she sung in the choir. She was just the epitome of class to me. So I would say she has always been my favorite. Okay. And what was your view of a first lady? Like what a first lady should be and 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 do, right? What, 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 what was your view? Um... I guess to always um, be appropriate to represent her husband and her church well. Okay. okay. You know, she she always showed up. She was late, but she always showed up. <laughs> she gonna stop dogging first. Yeah, I'm gonna tag, tag her and say this is, this is like your number one quality is you was late. <laughs> but she was always on time for what she had to do when she had to do something. She was there. But like I said, she's always been my favorite, and I've I've told her that before. Wonderful. You know, I called her a lot when I was told that this was going to be my position, <laughs> position, and things like that. Yeah, you need that. You need that. <laughs> All right, Shamika, uh, what what was your view of a first lady coming up? Um, view of my first lady coming up. Um, with my first lady, um, Mother Claudette Evans was my first lady, Mother Evans, who I respected and loved and adored. Um, what I looked at her, uh, her faithfulness and dedication. It was definitely strong for me. As a working woman. Absolutely. Working, kids, and still active in the church. So I get a lot of that characteristics from her of being active and being dedicated and faithful. I have that example. Absolutely. So I guess it's my turn. Lady Shamika, my girl, my ace. Uh, (laughs) First ladies have, it, it, it has, it has almost transformed now you know is that it seems to me to be a little bit different um you know you know back in the days when even when she talks about first lady merle you know the big hats 
the dresses with all the rhinestones and you know them sitting on the first pew or the second pew or you know uh, you know whatever it is. What what do you think has changed um, as far as being a first lady? And do you do you think the change is good? Um, honestly, yes, yes. I think it is a change now. Um, that were they were definitely in that era, that aura of dressiness, um, full glam from top to bottom, top to bottom. Um, our churches have came down to a more casual setting, so some of us don't feel like we need to be that elaborate no more. Um, because of our our settings are changing, and yes, it's it's, it's a good change because we're getting more younger. Um, first ladies, and some of them wasn't raised in that atmosphere. So to come as you are and come like you feel elegant in your own way is is good. We don't have to go through those standards of um, what we did before. So if that makes sense. So do you think that kind of breaks down the classiness? Do do we see the same grace and classiness out oh, of younger first ladies than you see? I see. I see, I'm just saying. I've seen a couple rough ones. You know, a couple. Take <laughs> me out in the parking lot. You know, like they will cut you for their husband. I mean, they will cut you for their husband, and then just cut you because they feel like it. Well, well, lady, but I hit you with two blows. Huh? Two blows. I get, you want a two piece? <laughs> you ain't gonna get this in the kitchen. Well, we we we're a little different. We're a little different now. Now you say the style mm-hmm. is not all the rhinestones, but the expectation of being a trendsetter is still there because I see a lot of casual dressing first ladies uh-huh. still making sure they are trendy yes. wearing the latest fashion. So it might not be the rhinestone and right. knit dresses and big hats, right. but you, they, they going to have that. I don't yeah. even know some of the brands, but the Prada, the Gucci, the, the, mm-hmm. the Oh, you come you with know. your own swag. You do. You do. You're having with your own, your look, yeah. your look. So, I mean, that's, that's all women. Yeah, I know what I'm just saying from that prominent standpoint mm-hmm. of definitely being a, a still above in a in a way, still looked up to. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, it's it might be casual. Like me and Jeff have talked about there's a lot of these brothers that, you know, they 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 have the appearance of down to earth. They're not wearing four piece suits no more. Right, right. They think they're cost six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and everybody knows it. You know what I mean? So they're still wearing four hundred dollar jeans. They right. they kind of Put us down, and we over here shopping at the Goodwill. Where <laughs> so it's not always just the look of a thing; it's the the image and the desire to be so you know above. And that's still you said, like you said, it's it's, it's there. Do you think it's changed, Tiffany? Do you think it's shifted? And is it good? I I'm not certain. You know, we are in the Baptist faith right now, so I don't know if it's a Baptist thing that we're more casual because the ladies of Church of God in Christ and things like that. They're still dressing like that. I don't know if it's just based on the people that we serve that we're more casual. Maybe it's generational. Generational. We have a lot of non-denominational churches now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of like overtaken. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, that we're more uh, dressed down. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, yeah. now, both of you, both of you are younger first ladies. Both of you are younger. You're, you're, you're. Uh, I'd say four. I know you're forty, and you're. She right behind me. She, she right behind. She right me. <laughs> She's right behind you. How does that play in? On because, and both of you have a lot of seasoned ladies in your church. Mm-hmm. Does that, having these seasoned ladies 
talking to you or you happen to be the seasoned lady's first lady? How does that play out? Do you, have you guys had any issues or struggles with those is, issues there? Oh, no, I've always respected the seasoned ladies. I, I love them. You dance with them. I love school like that. I, like, I, love, I love the old lady. The old right, lady. I agree. You can, there's a lot to learn from that. Yeah. You know, as in my role is just to support my husband. That's the only role that I've really taken in church is to make sure he's treated right. So long as they treat my husband right, there is no issue. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Do, do, you, do you feel like... Uh, because we've often associated both pastors and first ladies as older people in church normally, that while you might have great relationships, people at that age who are older than you don't always come to you for wisdom. Do you feel like there are certain things where people might avoid coming to you for things because they feel like you haven't lived that yet or don't know that yet? Mm, that could be. It could be, but I still they may not know everything that we've experienced. They may assume because we're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still get talked with some things I get taught, you know, get approached with. I'm like, whoa, I ain't got there yet. <laughs> and I'm not, and I, I, I definitely push them over to someone who, who been down that road. So. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a feeling that you're not accepted or respected by other first ladies or that people are looking at you, judging you, or maybe, you know, kind of treating you like the wet behind the ears. You don't quite belong here yet. You know, what you doing with that? Say yes. In most settings, I think I'm a little socially awkward when it comes to that. But, you know, all I can be is who I am, you know, take me, love me or leave me. <laughs> come on, come on, baby. Come on, baby. I'm like, all right, let me let me let me let me get religiously incorrect here. Let's get incorrect. They, they they're going to be too nice. We need some. <laughs> We're being nice here. This is still our show, Todd. This is still our show, Todd. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got no, no, seriously. I need y'all to answer. Do you guys ever feel pressured by us to be uh, more, accept more engagements, uh, maybe be more outspoken, maybe be more visible uh, as far yes. as yes. <laughs> yes, yes. You didn't even have to ask that. You should have just made a declarative statement. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, yes. But I mean, there's a lot of females, a lot of ladies who are uh, with ministers or married to pastors, and they really embrace that. They want to be a vocal presence. They want their speaking slot, they're, they're eager for the moments where they can get up and say something inspirational or encouraging. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have the, the slide into the co-pastor model where there's this right. sort of uh, expectation that most younger pastoral couples are supposed to be co-pastors. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do you ever feel that? Co-pastor Tiff? Co-pastor. Go ahead. Pastor Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say yes. I, I, when I when my husband's writing his sermons, we kind of engage and talk and things like that. And he's always like, "Well, you should just say that. You should you should do this and you should do that." And I'm like, "Well, no, I'm just gonna be your your helpmate and help you get your stuff together." But he would, I think, you would want me to be more. I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I would love for you to be more visible and more engaging. Although I'm not trying to push you to be. You're not. I'm, I'm not trying to push you to be. <laughs> I, mean, I, I try to push you to I try to push you to your purpose because I believe your 
I believe your purpose is more than. Go ahead and preach that. There's a go. He's preaching. Go ahead. Go, go. Push you to your That's purpose. Fine. You got there one you more go. P in there. Go ahead and release that last P. I feel it in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> you got one more P. You said push to your purpose. Come on, Jeff. Pull that last P out. In your possibilities. In your possibilities. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I, I really do. I, I really, uh, there's so much. I, I believe my wife has books in her. I believe okay. she has. Yeah, all, right, right now. all right. I definitely believe she has books in her. I definitely, she has a lot more to say. Um, and I, I think oftentimes she's quiet. She's quiet and she she just sits back and then she, we'll get home and she'll say, well, this should have happened. This should, well, why you, well, we was at church when it should have happened. That's when yeah. you did it. When I then I could have took care of it. So that's yeah. pushing. Yeah. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Jeanette has a has a question. If Mike, you want to pop that one up, since we get religiously incorrect. As a uh -oh. first lady, uh -huh. how do you feel about women who come to church looking for a husband? Maybe yours. <laughs> well, well. Hey, hello, cousin. <laughs> Jeanette. Listen, Jeanette. maybe yours. <laughs> maybe Shamika, how do you feel about all them women that be lining up waiting on me to get to the you be seeing it when I be walking in the, the door to my office uh -huh. and uh -huh. the deacons have to hold them back mm -hmm. with a stick? And I walk in so he minds. He minds. <laughs> they, they be trying to crawl through the office window. Mm -hmm. Can I wash your socks? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> want me. They, they be sending him back real soon. Nobody want me. Well, I, I've been blessed everywhere we've been. There has been ladies who have taken on that task for me, and I prefer to let him handle it anyway. I expect him to handle it, and I'll deal with him later by what he allows someone to disrespect me. Good girlfriends in a church. Yeah, some of them then popped on the live. Yeah, yeah, Lisa good, and Deb. Yeah, yeah, good girlfriends in a church. It's <laughs> yeah. always good to have good girlfriends They be spotting the them, boy. They be That's spotting right. them. They be like, nah, that one's shouting too much. <laughs> <laughs> if I look back and they ain't even dancing no more, that means they staring somebody down. <laughs> there you go. They're like, that is not a holy yeah, dance. Yeah. yeah, I'm blessed with good girlfriends in my church. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, like, like my wife said, I think a lot of it has to do with us being, you know, we know the difference between a, hey, how you doing? How's your wife? And a, Hey, how you, where's your wife at? You know, you know the difference between those hugs. You know, right. you know, and we 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 have to act accordingly. Right. All three of them came. All y'all need to get off of here. Shamika's whole crew. Shamika's whole crew is on this. Now, now, how about this, ladies? You know, that question is a legitimate question, Sister Jeanette. But do you feel like there's like too much made of that? Like people act like everything is like green leaf, and you're supposed to be on edge and with a pocket switching your you know what I mean like do you think people make too much of that sometimes like oh girl watch your husband watch it you gotta watch it like they're like you know it's there you know you deal with stuff you know you see stuff but other people make too much of a deal absolutely about it like as if there's more just like just like just like TV they exaggerate and act yeah. as if there's more going on and what would you do and how are you do you feel that sometimes oh definitely I think they are uh, yeah I, I think, think so yeah, yeah. Maybe they've seen more than me. Maybe it is the truth. Yeah. But you yeah. know, I can't yeah. treat anybody differently. Even if they came there for my husband, you know, uh, I, they they need to get saved. They're in the right place. <laughs> right, right. Right. I always have a solid marriage behind the church life. Mm -hmm. 
Right. As long as you have that solid marriage and that solid communication behind closed door, you know, behind the church life. I mean, you walk in there with confidence, a confidence that they can't break. Right. Right. And I I believe that our husbands will hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. for what they do. You know, if he do something wrong, I think I can call Pastor Todd and tell him and he can have that conversation and and vice versa. I would have our backs. I don't know very well, dude. I'm like, dog, was she, dog, was she cute though? <laughs> <laughs> this is religiously incorrect. Right, right, right. I keep on forgetting. This is religiously incorrect. <laughs> I tell my brother to flee from worldly lust. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Flee. Unhand <laughs> me, vile woman. <laughs> smite me, you mighty smiter. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> you gotta call them spirits out. Fails over there. You 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 gotta call them spirits out. So, so, what are your some of your relationships as a as a as a young first lady? Uh, what do you see that you feel like you'd like to see women do in the church more, or being engaged in the church more? What what's some of the things you think you you would like to see as a first lady? Um. Well, for other young, uh, just other women women? in the church in general. I mean, what if you could see one improvement in the role of women in church or in ministry? What would you like to see? Uh, probably more engagement with each other, positive engagement. Okay. Yeah. Like relationship building and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that's hard. In hard the church. Let I mean, men have the leading positions, but women make the church run. If anything, I would say that more men should allow the women to work in their position. Mm. Both churches don't get started without women. That's right. That's, That's true. true. Well, true. well, I mean, there's there, there, there's really only one position at this point. Well, depends. You know, women. Things like that, but women make the church go round. Right. Right. Allowing those so they could be more and able to do more, I think our churches would be more impactful. Mm-hmm. We're, we're living in a world now where there's an incredible celebration of women in leadership. I mean, Biden Absolutely. just announced an entire communications team, all, all female. Uh, while the church doesn't chase culture, I think it should be mindful of culture, maybe lead the way in culture more as opposed to pulling up the rear and always being 30 years behind everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, Tiff. Uh, and we all came up under a generation of women who were the working women, but they were also quiet and silent in a lot of ways mm-hmm. when their wisdom and their knowledge and skills probably could have helped the church thrive even more if they were given more decision-making, you know, roles or. Every time you see a woman pastor, what I've seen is they're always saying, they're always justifying why they're in that position when they don't have to do that. It's not like they have, they've been beat down until they shouldn't have that position. So they stand Mm -hmm. up there and try to prove they shouldn't have that position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they need to have more acceptance of themselves as well. Right. Yeah. Always trying to prove themselves. Jeff, you got a question from Rashad. What do you feel when you hear your spouse spouse preach on Sunday? Do you feel a stronger bond to them? Well, we've heard it probably 20 times before Sunday most. (laughs) (laughs) I don't tell Shamika my sermons. He don't. He don't share anything. Well, I don't say I don't share. I don't I don't share the meat of it. Like I'll just get in the bed and be like, I got an idea I've been thinking about. And that's about it. Right, right. I mean, I, I 
I used, I think I used to do it a lot more. I used to tell you the whole thing. Now Since you've been finishing at work, yeah. it's been a surprise. Yeah, but yeah. We used to talk about it all week, and he would tell me his ideas, and I would re- read over his material. I think it was just, it was, it was, it was a good practice because it, it kept her engaged, and it kept me, me and her engaged in biblical, uh, biblical studies, and uh, you know, and oftentimes, her, my, my wife point of view is a lot different than most people's my wife <laughs> no i'm saying she's i said i'm telling you you do the sermons at work <laughs> mike you done read about four of them at work doc oh. <laughs> but um no no but she see she sees things from a different perspective and it's good to get that and, and oftentimes it helped me switch some things and uh look at things a different way so it was real good for me let me ask now. Can I? My wife, when when I first accepted, a well, we don't have to answer the question. What, what do you feel? What do you feel when you hear us preach? Oh yeah, okay. Oh, I, I I'm proud. I'm proud of my husband. But when something's wrong, <laughs> I take note. I take note of it. I'm I'm the most critical and the most supportive all in one. I do a lot of praying. I do a lot of praying. So I I, I do a lot of praying, but. In that moment, honestly, um, I enjoy my husband's preaching, and he's still my 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 preach. He's my pastor, right. so in that frame of mind, I don't be like. Sometimes I like my husband, my husband, but just I'm getting fed spiritually, right. so I'm getting in. So, like, I don't know what he's about to preach, and sometimes he preach on what I've been going through or I've been praying, and I have not told him anything or said anything. So. I take that in as um, a stronger bond. He says, he said, do you feel a stronger bond? I do sometimes. I'm like, wow. But not like in my husband way, like a spiritual father type of way. Like, wow, God is really working you through this sermon. So mm-hmm. I do feel um, a good, deep connection. Hey, your pastor, your pastor, need to pastor. Get, your pastor need to get your ties up. Pastor need you to catch up on your dues. <laughs> Can we have first lady dues? Listen, they need to. First lady, first lady dues. dues. They, they need to have dues. Y'all, y'all can have a bake sale or something. <laughs> first lady reports. <laughs> All right. Uh T- Tiff, did you have anything to add to that? No. Okay. Just real when when my wife um first heard that I was or I I had accepted a church, um, there was a lot of issues and I there were a lot of issues because my wife didn't feel like she was marrying a pastor. She felt mm-hmm. like I, I, when my wife and I got together, I was an evangelist. I was a minister. And she didn't feel like, you know, I was ever going to get, or I don't know if she felt like I was ever going to get to that level, but she didn't, she just wasn't with it. So <laughs> she wasn't with it. And we had, we went through a lot of struggles mm-hmm. in that era for a long time. Um, what, what, what would you tell um, even young ladies who are, because I think that most ministers, and I, maybe I'm wrong, most people who when they become ministers, they think, you know, I'm going, I'm going to be a pastor sometime or another. I want to be a pastor. So you, you, you said, you said a lot of ministers think that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And by the way, we need to shout out uh, Pastor uh, Co-Pastor Lita Paramore. She popped in. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to you. Tell Bishop we said hey. Uh, 
You know, yeah, what would you all say to first ladies or, or young ladies? Because we've seen a few. And, and I just want to say, Shamika and I went to a service. Uh, we won't say where and for who, but we saw a young couple uh, and, and a young man getting ordained. And the young lady, very young, getting, you know, just 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 playing the groupie a little bit too much. Like they felt like they was on their way. Right. And, you know, there are a lot of young ladies, especially church raised young ladies who feel like that's my ticket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if they only knew all of what we have to go your through. Ticket to being broke, right. That's your ticket to broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was grieved in my soul. You were grieved me. in your oh. spirit. <laughs> okay. So make it I was, 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 was a minister's wife and a dancer's wife. I, you know, I envisioned us going serving in somebody's church. And when he told me he was going to be the pastor, I was like, I didn't marry the pastor. I married the minister, the evangelist. I married oh, yeah. the guy who was going to raise our family in church. Now you tell me you're going to be a pastor? Yeah. Yeah. Tip was like, I, I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, I, she knew. I, I knew it was coming. I seen it all. I seen it all over him. I gave so her. I, like, I gave her a wedding, a wedding uh, yeah. engagement ring and a Bible. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I seen it coming. I seen it coming. Hey, if you had a, if you had our wedding service, we were taking communion, tearing <laughs> at the altar. We was uh, all that. No Christmas gift. All that. We had an Episcopal coronation. <laughs> I mean, it had been prophesied over and over again. But yeah. I was under the impression that I had control over what I was going to do in my life and what I was going to marry. And I just, I, I wasn't, I, it's such a heavy weight. It's a serious role. Yeah. yeah. It's something heavy and you're, you're responsible. You're going to be held accountable for, for what you do in this role. And I was scared, I guess. I was, I was afraid and I, I was, I was mad. I was yeah. Afraid. Yeah, that's that's true. That, that some people get yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. And we know how Tiffany feels about prophecies. We know we know we know, we know how Tiffany feels about prophets. Right, absolutely. You know, so I, I, I you know they they had I had it had been prophesied three times, but I thought whatever you was they had been off before. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't gotta be the right. <laughs> right, I I knew it. I knew it. I saw it all over him. She knew it was coming. She I was getting was her coming. knits ready. She was getting her hat. She was I at her grandma's basement. He was, getting, her he was getting too happy on that organ. He was like preaching whole sermons in praise and worship. I'm like, <laughs> and now I hate it when other people do it. Right. right. Exactly. Like, don't steal my thunder, Doc. I've been there. I know how I got here. <laughs> I know how I got here. You ain't doing this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and by the way, I want to say one more thing. And We've talked about this before with other fellow pastors uh, being on this program. Being a pastor is uh, mentally stressful. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like an emotional roller coaster. And let's be honest, there's a lot of jokers. And they might be genuinely broken people kind of chasing something to try to make them whole. Or others see it as a game or, uh, you know, an out. There's people that are in this because they can't do nothing else, quite Absolutely. frankly. And some of the ladies who are seeing in these men something that's really not there, they think there's an anointing there. Uh, there could be all kind of stuff going on there. There can be, you know, this is their financial tickets. They don't have financial issues because they're always trying to work it out through the church. Right. Sexual issues, there's a lot of that going on in the church. You got folks marrying dudes that don't like women and won't be honest about it. And wow. ministry is there mm. and the wife don't find out or, or overlooks it or pretends like she can fix it or whatever. Wow. 
And it, it, it it's crazy. It, it's hard out here in these church streets. It is. And, <laughs> and this is not for the faint at heart. A lot of the stuff we did, I obviously we did at a very young age. We got married at a young age. I became a minister at a young age, an elder, took a church at 30, starting, you know, at my father's church. When other guys would come and talk to me about it, I the first thing out of my mouth is I wouldn't recommend this. Like this is this probably should not be typical, particularly our, on our generation. Now, 30, 40 years ago, you know, Cass was coming up in their 20s and 30s and taking churches. I think E. Dewey Smith started his church in 19 or got his first church in 19. And we have a lot of our fathers who started in their 20s and 30s. This new generation doesn't mature at the same rate. Right. It's too much handed to us. It's yes. too much. Too much luxury. Yeah. And the saints ain't the same either. No. The saints. They're not holding you accountable. That are, are not the same either. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of goof troop people that you think are wise and you think <laughs> know what they're doing. And you get in there and find out that they, they might not. Or you, you you they they should be calling you out on stuff and they don't because they want to ride the roller coaster too. And I've watched guys and girls go through that. And, and you know, Todd, we've been talking the last couple of weeks uh, to musicians and how people can transpose and, you know, play different courses. You know, you, these guys now, they, they will they will look on the Internet. They will, oh, look yeah. the internet, they will get a whole sermon off of somebody. It's spiritual plagiarism at its best. And so will first ladies, by the way. Because as much as we like to talk about preachers still another preacher style, there's a lot of first ladies trying to be the Sarita Jakes of her city mm. or the Lady Mae Blake of her city mm. or whoever else might be the prominent women they look up to. And they're, you know, it's, it, it's beyond acknowledging a the style. They're trying to be that person. They're trying to be that cool pastor they, they've seen. They're trying to be that next person. So uh, you still have to be yourself, whether you're the pastor or the first lady. Right. Pastor Osborne has a great question. Uh, ladies, what is your biggest pet peeve as a first lady? <laughs> That doesn't concern your own husband's like, you know, I mean, we know we're the worst, but. You know. uh, being made to sit on the front pew. Okay. Being called to the front. It's uncomfortable. Is it, or do you mean at anywhere? At home or when we go away? I don't want to sit on the front pew anywhere. <laughs> you got to sit just, just right. Even when you wear a long skirt, it's. It's to cross those ankles. Cross them ankles. Yeah, then your ankles hurt afterwards within the heels. Your ankles hurt. Put me on the second or third row. Especially when you have little babies. Yeah, that was the worst. That was about that time when you had to go sit on the stage. That was funny. I was highly upset about that. Shamika was called to the Episcopal mother seat. Hey, Jeff, y'all come on in here, church. Y'all come on from my back. Y'all come on in. Come on from my back now. Oh, y'all outside in the back. Come on in here. <laughs> Goodness, that was the worst. Yes, that that that's the worst. As being a young uh, first lady, we have children, so always coming to the front was not always very comfortable. We um, had some bad children. I mean, the number of times you had to leave church. Yeah, well, they they were little. They were little, and they didn't care. The ushers, ushers don't care. The other first lady, they, they don't care. They push me up there with all those babies, with my yeah. baby dog and everything else. Nika, yes. You talking about your kids? Your husband was the worst. 
I know he well, was. No, your husband was the worst because my son would get up there and he start break dancing, and your son say, "Come on, Chris, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead." He me. He had the spirit. <laughs> I, I want him to dance like David Breakdown. <laughs> David did the electric boogaloo. Video, all the videos. He right. just break dance. Yeah, our child, not your child. You told always our want child. to get him on. Uh, give us another pet peeve, another another first lady pet peeve. There's yeah. a word you got to speak. You got to speak. I'm not a speaker. <laughs> okay. How how about when the pastor says, "Oh, you look like you can sing. Come on up here and give us a sing." I can oh. hear you too. <laughs> get your song together. That's right, right. Get your song. You better together. sing your Amazing Grace. Yes, yes, yes. Do you feel like when you guys go out in public, you have to maintain a certain image, look a certain way, or feel a little embarrassed that people see you out? No, I am. I'm very comfortable. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I look here. No, 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 I don't. Maybe we should a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good, Jeff. Uh, wow, this is just great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying sitting here walking, talking with her. Um, but what, what is, what is, uh, what is, what is the thing you, you despise most? You literally. That's a strong word. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, what, what is the thing you despise most about, about? Not my preaching, but about uh, what I what what do I do that irritates you the most as a pastor? Well, I mean, you're getting a lot better. <laughs> you have such a heart for people that I, so you used to would not stand up for yourself. True. Which, being who I am, you know, feel like I'm gonna have to go fight <laughs> because you are so forgiving. You're loving. You you the way you love people. I feel like sometimes they take advantage of it. And I, you know, I, I come from the west side. I'm ready. To <laughs> you can't hurt nobody that I love and get away with it. I feel oh, like, right. but I think he's ruined me. I've gotten softer over the years. <laughs> so I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no. I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm like, <laughs> ew, really? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got nothing else to say. Sorry, sorry. I'll be like, oh. you already know that, Pastor Todd. You know, you know, like, long winded. <laughs> you, you're very informative. You got a lot of knowledge. Yeah, he is. Right. You just like man. But she, she despises it though. That's what I'm she's like, trying to I'm say. Like, I don't despise it. No. That was the question. Oh, that was the question. Yeah, oh, that, was that, was that was a harsh word. I didn't mean it like that. Yes, I, you, I, did. I, yes I you did. And we have a problem it. now. I'm like, amen. I said, amen. You start getting aggressive back there. <laughs> My first lady used to um pass a note to her husband, and it was. K-I-S-S. -S. And what that meant was keep it short, stupid. See? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> he would show everybody your note. Don't try I would, to I would, I would be on the screen, blown up. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah. 
Uh, and we had a comment making you stand when your husband acknowledges you during his greetings. Oh, God. Listen, now, yeah. now. That's rough. <laughs> now, when I was a young, immature. <laughs> That's a good one, Dad. When I was a young, immature, these pastors would talk about their wives. So yeah. They would write these whole poems or say that. And, and sometimes the person who stood up. Is she going to the bathroom right now? Because I know he's not talking about this person. <laughs> the apple of my eye. Right. The right. brown in my sugar. And you know, I feel like I don't have any of these fancy sayings. Oh my Nubian princess, the coffee in my cream, the cream in my coffee. Don't do it. Nope. I won't get up. I won't get up. I won't get up. You, you, you. Down real quick. That's what I do. We young and ghetto. We young and ghetto. So we like no. you the, you the disc in my PlayStation. <laughs> you the battery in my cell phone. <laughs> What would you be saying? You be saying some stuff. I don't know what I say. It, it, it flows. You know, I'm kind of a poet, so it just flows. You're a poet. You're a poet. Yeah. I mean, I heard one I guy stand up, and he started off. I thought he was like quoting Shakespeare or something. <laughs> he didn't know where he was going with it because he just started talking. He's like, "If I woke up under the heavenly branches of the floral angels <laughs> and I'll the right streams of Eden." Were flowing behind my head. This is his introduction. It still to his would wife. not compare to the beauty. I'm like, I'm gone. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That's like a with his wife. He's trying to make up for being gone. <laughs> and then, yeah, wrong. And then the wrong. sermon's terrible. I'm like, you should have worked on your sermon. <laughs> <laughs> you were busy writing that sonnet. <laughs> you did all this talking. <laughs> the best preacher you did was about your wife. <laughs> he done onomatopoeia and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, but it's the expectation because now now let's talk about something real. Jeff, yeah. mm-hmm. our our wives are young. Uh, Thank you for telling me. They're they're beautiful. And dare I say about my own wife, she's sexy. Amen. Come on, and we are in many cases in an old man's setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we see how other men look at our wives. Absolutely. And they don't. They don't always see it. Nobody be looking. Because preachers in that pulpit. We up there. We up there. Mm-hmm. They got some eyes. Mm-hmm. On the fire stand. On the bed. I'm, hey. Sometimes my wife be like, is this a little too tight? Depends on where we're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just be honest. You know, there is a there there is a lot of wandering eyes in the church. And and, and it is no I'm not but I mean that, that that older guy's got his older he's still looking for little PYTs, he's still looking around and even even if it ain't just a look, I still consider it disrespectful because I know what that extra linger looked like. I know it, I see it out the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I said, other people look at you. Uh and they might always at, at all levels, and it's I'm not about to start a fight with you in the office or nothing. But I always tell her why people talk about the pastors being too friendly with women. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of men that get in first ladies' face 
there's a lot of men that are being extra friendly and smiley at you because they want a view when you walk away from them. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. And I think you just actually told me about somebody you said you did was talking to you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we I, want names on religiously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did now. Don't worry about it. Oh, 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 well, we definitely won't. <laughs> don't, do it, don't, do it, don't, do don't do it. Don't do it. Nah, but so. that's true. That's true. That comes. That, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying that I think that's it. We, we're going to get to Jeanette, Jeanette's question in a second. I think that's something to be mindful of being those younger women in the church. I mean, you're, you're, you're being watched and everybody ain't in the spirit. And just like there's men that look at women, uh, I mean, w- women that look at men as they're doing their thing. Cause let, let's be honest. A lot of women find the preacher attractive because of what he does in the setting that he does it in. Mm-hmm. And the same dynamic is from men, men to women. Well, it, get them saved, doesn't. pastors, while they, while they looking at us, get them saved. <laughs> I get them saved. I get them right, too, in the parking lot. There you go. But, right. but, but I mean, sometimes it's not about confronting somebody else mm-hmm. and, and coming into this, you know, every little thing and assuming stuff. But it is also about informing our wives to be mindful. Like, you know, don't 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 talk to that one or we, we, we you know, keep stay close, you know be around us because it's it's a jungle out there. It really is. Like Dev said, you never should walk alone. Never walk alone. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so Jeanette has a question. You want to read it, Jeff? Do you feel that sometimes your husband puts your personal stuff out there? Mm-hmm. Sometimes funny, sometimes not. It ain't never funny. Oh, it's funny. It ain't never oh, funny. It funny. It ain't never oh, funny. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> to you. <laughs> All the time. I, I mean, we, we, we definitely use our like home life experiences and our sermons. It it just it makes sense because it's it's us. So I mean, right. I understand. And, 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 I don't and, like it. And transparency <laughs> is, is is oftentimes good too, just to let people. We ain't always perfect. I'm not. You know, I'm not the perfect husband. I mean, you're you're as close to perfect as you can get to wife. But um, that's right. <laughs> you be too transparent though. You just be like, we that's we always get along. I slept on the couch last night. I don't know. I don't know if I go home today. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that deep. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's good stuff, though. Now you do tell us when when we have fought before, you uh, argued about something. You would get up there and say the argument and stuff like that. I don't know about all that. Yes, you do. Okay, I guess I do. Listen, <laughs> President Harrison said that we've had not fight because obviously we don't fight because Jeff will have a black eye or something. Listen. <laughs> Y'all know that kung fu. Right. President Harrison said, I told my wife, don't give me so much material to work with. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. I love That's a good it. One. I love it. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Dr. Harrison. And congratulations <laughs> on 100 years at Union yeah. Baptist. Congratulations. Union Baptist Church Street. Yeah, yeah y'all yes. named the street after y'all. Yes. I didn't even get that. I'm about to go downtown and talk to Doug after this. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> they gonna name the local crack house after me. Like, all right, you can have that old the, the trap house over there. <laughs> oh, but that, that's a good one now. That is. Uh, I told my wife, don't give me so much material. I mean, that is our lives. That's mm-hmm. our lives, our kids, the funny stuff that happens. That's our lives right now as young families, you know. Uh and, and maybe we'll move on to something else some other day, but right now that that's where it's at. Absolutely. What what uh, I, I as a young minister, as a young pastor, I, I probably one of my biggest mistakes I ever made, and I think I think we 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 fell out about this pretty good. Uh oh, we fell out about this pretty good. But I I 
a young lady asked me just to count counselor on something. And it was, she said, and you know, I said, well, you know, I want to, she said, I really don't want anybody to know. And so I, I had to talk with her and my wife flipped. Oh, no, no. Tell them what the conversation was about. I can't tell. I can't Uh-oh. tell. This Can I tell what it was about? You can't well, tell. What, 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 the, 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 <laughs> was it a general what nature? The What's the name of the show? No, no. Religion incorrect. <laughs> but, but the it fact was that an inappropriate subject matter. It was a sensitive subject matter. No, it was inappropriate. <laughs> oh, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Not with me. It's the worst thing that, that a single woman would go talk to a married pastor about and not want nobody else in the room about. Right. Okay. You got to cut that off. Right, right, right. So I'm, I mean, now he didn't know that she was going to go I, in I there and no say idea. that. Yeah, right. Sometimes you don't know. Right, right. right. And it didn't even have to be me. It could have been another female minister in the church, perhaps. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm not saying I need to be there, but for her to say, "I just wanted to be you," and it be that subject, I felt some kind of way. Yeah. So, do you feel comfortable counseling with your husband? I don't counsel with my husband. Well, I mean, now I don't one on one with any females like that. I mean, she feels comfortable because she's she's talked with me with people. Who? What do you mean? With me? Yeah, you <laughs> met with a couple with me uh, and, few, and some very people. Very few, very few. But I don't, I don't counsel. Do you feel comfortable, Tiffany? Do I feel comfortable counseling uh, with your husband when people bring sensitive issues? No, <laughs> because I. You you guys know me. I can't keep my face is gonna say it all. Okay, you know? well, I'm glad you said that because that's why she doesn't counsel with me too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can control this. <laughs> I can't. I can control it. I can control it. You know? Like it, it's crazy. <laughs> but also, I think people and let let you let, don't let, want me to talk because I got a lot to say. But, 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 but let's be clear. Uh, but let's be clear here. A lot of people think, like, besides being beside us, you know, pastors' wives are not always automatically qualified or capable to handle things besides being there as a balance, being there to watch out for anything funky. And people assume, and and I've told my wife before, there are certain things that will come out and have come out that it takes a steady hand and a good guide and sometimes the slightest wayward comment, even well-intentioned can derail that conversation. Absolutely. And, and honestly, we haven't gotten there yet as a young couple and we should get there of talking that out more. But I've, I've even said to her, and I mean, people might not like this or whatever, but even if you, if I'm giving something kind of authoritative as a pastor and you give a look or a, a statement of disagreement mm-hmm. that could undermine even casually, right? even casually, because you forget like, there are so many moving parts. Not only are you discerning things in the spirit, but there's also like certain mental and emotional and background information. And the things that you're saying are very purposeful. And sometimes people come to you. Nowadays, 75% of counseling is folk trying to get you to basically justify what they were already thinking in the same. Right. right. And my wife used to, and I kind of stopped it for a while, have a habit of agreeing too quick with what people were saying. And she would be like, yeah, I get it. I got like, no, stop agreeing. Stop nodding. Stop nodding. Stop being crazy next. Because the crazy is coming. And and she would be so 
She'd be like, yeah, I get it, I get it. And then, then you'd be like, oh. be like, because I just want to marry three women at the same time, and ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, it, it sounds bad when she says, I don't counsel with you a whole lot, but sometimes. Well, I'm not qualified, so I. I yeah, that's like, what I, yeah, and I mean, we need to grow in that area, but yeah. we, we just did something together, meeting with a couple who requested, and, uh, you know, I've done mostly marriage counseling by myself to this point. It's been mostly younger people, but I feel the need to broaden that. And she's talked about the need to broaden that. But honestly, I mean, that that's a real tick between us. Is I would tell Shamika, like, you agree with that person too much. They were going in a direction. You kind of, I couldn't yeah. say what I needed to say because of what you sort of portrayed on the front end. Yeah. Now I need to drop the hammer and it might look like we're not in agreement. Mm -hmm. And that could be dangerous. Yeah. We have, yeah, definitely. Because they can stop talking to him and all yeah. that does not mean I do it by myself. I, I often, if I have an in-person meeting with any female, it's an open door meeting. Uh, somebody can hear. Somebody is there. Thank you, Pastor Harrison. Yeah. Record yeah. All, all sessions. sessions. I've had to do that. Yeah. I've had to tell a person, I'm going to record this, especially yeah. if it's sensitive information. Uh, my secretary in the next room, you know, who can, she can hear through the doorway, door open. Uh, the Billy Graham rule, they used to call it the Billy Graham rule, which, you know, never meet with a, a female alone. Uh, mm -hmm. Some people have problems with that, but there's a reason for that. Right. I've gotten I've gotten really, you know, to the point where a lot of a lot of these, especially marriage old marriage type stuff and, you know, not the marriage council itself. But when people are having uh, problems and issues, issues. I, I, I mean, you know, I love Karen and Pierre. Yeah, I have referrals. I, I, I will refer in a minute. I will refer yeah. in a minute. It is just yeah. I'm your pastor. I tell people I'm your pastor. I love to share wisdom and share life with you and talk about experiences and maybe help you to see. Sometimes people just need to know they're not crazy. This is not abnormal. Everybody has problems. Da, 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 da. But if you get into some stuff that's above my pay grade, I will tell you quickly. Yeah. And then the truth be told, you know, somebody's going to be wrong in this. Right. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be wrong, and I'm gonna have to tell that person that they're wrong, and they're gonna it's just oh yeah, they, they, they leave in the church, yeah, right. they leave in the church, right? So I mean, if I if I send them to them, and I they can tell them you're wrong, and it's you know it's an impartial person, it's right? Not like you're you, you, need you need yeah. some of that, yeah, and you need some of that. Yeah, you need me. I'm gonna tell them to get a divorce, so that's why I can't. <laughs> 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 Girl, leave him. She's like, do not bring this back to the altar. Bring that ring to the altar. Lay it down. I'm just kidding. But you know you ain't. Be you. Any more questions from the audience? We're wrapping this up. Uh, any more questions from the audience? Big Mike always comes in with rapid fire questions, but let's pause for station identification. You are watching religiously incorrect. Me, uh -huh. me and my wife are here sweating. We 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 took we got the nerve to turn on the fireplace. Let me turn oh, the fireplace. Oh uh, yeah, we turn the heat on too. It's we messed hot. up. Uh, but hey, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Be sure to subscribe to YouTube. Don't forget, we announced last week in the month of January we are launching our first Sundays. Wow. First Sundays, and that means that me and Pastor Jeff will be exclusively on YouTube. So make sure you like and subscribe and click the notification bell on YouTube. You all have YouTube on your phones. Everybody has YouTube on your phones. First Sunday, starting on January 3rd, we'll be doing exclusive shows on the first Sunday of every month. Every other show will be on every platform, but we are building our YouTube audience and we want you to be a part of it. 
So if you have a rapid fire question, which we always do at the end of our shows, you are more than welcome to share them with us. Does anybody else have any basic question they'd like to ask our beautiful first ladies? Let's thank our first ladies for being with us. Oh, it's so wonderful. You. We get the bologna sandwich when we go. Uh, any other questions from the audience from one and a half? And I want to appreciate uh, Sister uh, Lita Paramore's, co-pastor Lita Paramore's uh, comment earlier when she said, if pastors aren't trained in at least basic counseling, they shouldn't counsel, neither should anyone else in the church. There is a big difference between pastoral counseling, biblical advice, and being a trained right. counselor. Right. And we don't have the, the mental and emotional training to see the signs, the signifiers that are necessary uh, to deal with certain things. And I'm, I'm clear about that. And I even back up when I feel like I've stepped over a line and I see that a person is, how would you say, kind of taking you at a deeper word than they should on a professional level. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, like Pastor Jeff said, there's just people to refer individuals to. Right. So uh, we're going to engage with rapid fire. We thank everybody for being with us. Uh, we wouldn't be anything. I think I speak for me and Pastor Jeff without our first ladies. Can I ask one more question? Both Jeff and I have been through major transitions uh, as far as churches from one church to another. And uh, what do you feel your role is when we're faced with those decisions? with those opportunities? Uh, how did you feel your role was? What did you, would you feel your role is? Um, I got great advice at the time of our transition and it was to stick by your husband no matter what. Um, the enemy will come at you in different ways, different forms, different people, close people, and it will play with your mind that what they're doing is not in the will of God. What they're doing is a selfish type of thing. Um, I had to, when we transferred from Agape to second, a lot of that was going on of just bad talking. Oh, I don't think he should be there. And you, you're doing so well over here while you're going over there and type of don't rock the boat. Um, so I went to my first lady, um, and she told me to trust your husband, stand by your husband. Do not allow no one to swift you over. When your husband is saying to you what God has spoken to him about and standing beside him and being prayerful was what I had to do. Even though, you know, sometimes you feel in your, your gut, like maybe I don't think he should be going over here. And, you know, because yeah. <laughs> we, 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 you know, especially if you're someone who's close to you, speaks to you and you'd be like, oh, this is this, you know, if, if she think this way, if they think this way. It might be true, but she she kind of she kind of confirmed that to me. Do not allow that to happen. To stand by your husband. Right. Well, I I believe with my husband. I know his connection with God. I believe it is real. So I I trust him. But I'm going. I fuss. I fuss the whole time. You know. I, I. You sure you want to go over there? You sure you want to do this? And not where we're at now, but where we were going to go. I was. I was again it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I felt some things and I saw some things and I still believe that's where he was was supposed to be, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like it was going to be smooth, right? Like it was going to be a smooth thing, and I felt like they had the potential to hurt him, okay? But because that's what God told him to what to do, and I believe God did tell him that. I had to support him, but he heard mm -hmm. about it, you know. I. Yeah. 
I don't do good at uh, keeping things to myself. <laughs> bite her tongue. I don't bite my tongue. Bite tongue. You know that you know I'm very vocal and uh, you know wish you no, I can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. I don't support them. We if we gonna do it, we're gonna go, we gonna we gonna do this, but and just allowing that to be a um a home feeling when you say you speak to your husband. I think that's I mean, you know, we're we, when we get together, we're at home, we chat it up, we we vocal, but allowing that feeling and that nature to come out outside of the home, that's where it gets dangerous. Right. That's where it gets dangerous. So it's in our little bubble. I yeah. Mean, we we all have heard it. You guys have heard it, but right, you know. right, right. Oh no, yeah, it's a bubble. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. We don't need y'all jumping yeah. up in church like I don't even want to be here. <laughs> I don't even I don't even why I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right, Big Mike. Come on in, Big Mike. What up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? Where's Tiff at? Right, where your wife at? Uh back in the room watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just glad you're in the house tonight, Mike. This is like a world right. record, three weeks in a row. Hey, you know what? I was outside mo most of the day though. I was outside oh, okay. most of the day. Yeah. I um did some yard work, planting some grass seed. Uh Smoking okay. fifty, you know what I'm saying? Watching football. I like being outside. So I feel you. I feel you. It's probably the, the last nice day for a while. So I took yeah. Oh yeah, we got winter storms coming through, Doc. Oh, he still gotta put Christmas decorations outside. Bet you I don't. <laughs> you better go outside and look for I'm the Shekinah glory. You better, you better go outside and look for the Shekinah glory. I'm buying them tomorrow. No, we, we just had this conversation when I was coming home from Liberty the other day. We just had. I was telling you to. <laughs> right. Putting up a black decoration. We ain't doing this. <laughs> I said, hey, hey, Jeff, you heard what I said. I said, why are we put up the Christmas lights so they can come and steal them? <laughs> and it stole everything else out of my yard. <laughs> I'm surprised the basketball hoop is still there. <laughs> Terrible. Okay, we, we got a rapid fire. I want to use this uh, Pastor Tatum's as a rapid fire. Couch is calling. That's right. First, okay. First, let me say. First, let me say. Um, Lady Tiffany, Lady Shamika, very nice. Very nice having you guys on the show. Last oh, time. Last you. time you're gonna be on. <laughs> Never thank again. You. We have the lowest viewership ever. Thank We've been trying to do this for a while. People started unfriending our page when y'all came on. <laughs> it started unliking it. Bye -bye. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tyson just called. He want he want to know can he get the ring with my wife? As mad as she been tonight. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Tyson versus Tiffany. me. <laughs> okay, first question. First question. Now, you know you guys are married to pastors. They used to take the control control the situation at church and things like that. Who's the boss at home? Oh Lord. I would say Jeff is still the boss, but I fuss the whole time. <laughs> I, I don't do it. I'm 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 submissive, but I'm gonna say right. a lot before I do it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That's cool. That's we, cool. We, we the boss. I, I, I will. Who's the boss? <laughs> 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 if happy, ain't nobody happy. We all know. We all know how it go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared right now. <laughs> I'm sitting by the door. <laughs> okay, I have a question for all of you. Mm -hmm. 
would you date the 25 year old version of yourself? I think he did. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh, he was 25. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we met in high school, man. We met in high school. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. He chased me down after a football game. Like I pay somebody down. I was, no, girlfriend. No, you don't. She said you look so. She said you look so sexy in your band shorts. <laughs> I got to get to know you. Yeah. Wow. Going at my locker every day. What are you doing? Work. <laughs> Putting in that work, baby. Putting in that work. I'm in for the long game, Doc. I don't think I would have dated my husband when he was 25. You still have some stuff to work out. I, yeah, I saw that picture, Jeff. I saw that picture. You saw <laughs> <laughs> overall zone. Yeah, I'm talking about how he was uh how he was out here living. Player, oh, player. You know, yeah. you know, the Bible you press forward to the mark in the prize of the high court. I'm a new creature. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I married him now. But when he was 25, I don't think so. You don't think so? Listen, I'd listen. probably be in jail. I I macked her just like I macked everybody else. But well, you know, it was it was it That's was it. bring them on in. Bring them on in. Just pull them. <laughs> pull them. Pick out the lineup, Pastor Jeff. All right. A question for the first ladies. How do you handle the haters? You handle the haters. And 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 the reason why I'm asking you guys, because women have a whole they're on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? When it, when it comes to hating on somebody. Men, you know, we could not like somebody. We still shake their hand or, or we might ignore them, whatever. But women be on a whole nother level when it comes to hating. <laughs> and you guys being first ladies, I'm sure you guys see it come across it. How do you handle the haters? Honestly, if somebody hating me right now, I have no clue. It's none of my business how other people feel about me. I got, oh, that's a good one. I got two friends. <laughs> I only got two friends that I talk to, and my my circle is so small. If somebody got a problem with me, I would never know it. Right. I would say, um, that's I'm, what Dad said. Send them to the armor bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm putting that I'll one up. Them, send them to the armor bears. Send them to the armor bears. Can you be my armor bear too? <laughs> right, right. I um, my circle is small too. So I um, when I when I hear somebody's hating, I'm like, you don't even know me because I don't even talk to you. So it's sad. It's sad when you have a hater who don't have no conversation with you. So right. it's fist again, Lisa. Yeah. We see it. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's I'm, comfortable. I'm comfortable with myself. So I'm definitely like, I'm like Tiffany. If you hating, I don't even know. Right. And then, you know, somebody posts stuff on Facebook, just block them. Amen. That's it. Amen. That unfollow ministry. I only got about 20 friends on Facebook because everybody snoozed or blocked. That's yeah, right. I'm the I'm the apostle of the unfollow ministry. Yeah, I'm saying too. I be telling Shamika, hey, share this with the with your people. She's like, I ain't got nobody on this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nobody invited to this event. Right. <laughs> okay. our ministry. Who who's the better communicator when it comes to disagreements? Um, with each other or with other people? Between between the between you guys, oh. between the husband and wife, who's the better communicator when it comes to disagreements? Wow. Oh, it's me. I do that every time. It's, uh, it's I, sh- I shut down. I'm going to be my thesaurus out. I'm going to start using theological words. I have, to, I have to go through it on my own. There is no conversation. You said what you said. I said what I was going to say. I'll, I'll talk to you in a, in a day or so. Got you. Got you. And it's like nothing ever happened. We don't dwell on it. Or a month or so. 
I'm 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 upset. I'm I'm upset. I want to talk. I, I think you need to talk. I don't think you know. I'm still a believer that you know you should not let the sun go down on your wrath. You should you should we should have we should have a conversation. And I mean I don't care what I say though. She going to sleep and she closing the door and she's <laughs> she tuning me out. She's putting me out like the AM radio, bro. But oh, if I no. have that conversation, then I can say something that's good better. In a relationship. Yeah. yeah we're, we, we we're get, getting we get better. Better. We're better. We're better because we used to like, we both shut down. Yeah, we both. Yeah. And it'd be like, All right, this, Matt, this Madden yeah. game is getting a lot of love this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to win the Super Bowl like four yeah. times. This <laughs> <laughs> is me, me, me personally. Me personally, I, I have to process first. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better, but when I things, don't even want to process because you believe what you believe. I believe what I want to believe. Yeah, but still, yeah. but still, for 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 me to communicate and to talk about it and to hash it out. Yeah, I have to process first. I mean, because you know, the, the the worst thing is when you're mad and you're venting and you're saying stuff, and then it comes to a point where. I don't know. You just kind of saying stuff just to hurt the other person. And Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm getting better, though. I'm getting better. My wife gets on me all the time, but I am getting better. Without you, you just like to hash it out and argue? I don't like to hash it out. I just feel like most of the time I'm right. So <laughs> there it is. There it is. There is the problem. Tell the truth, Reverend. There you, there you Tell the go. truth, Reverend. You know what I mean, bro? Just <laughs> you have the apostolic authority. He gave you the key. <laughs> if, if I if I if I want to talk, you know, but if I feel like I'm right, I'm like, let's talk about it. Right. Uh, right. Two, you, two still equals four, regardless of what you say. That's it, Jeff. Take your authority, nah. Jeff. Jeff, and I, I encourage you. Apostolic authority. And I trying to get me on the couch, Mike. You know, they have He's trying to get me on the couch. He's trying to get me to go back to my evangelism days. Absolutely. You'll be all across the country. Yeah. This is a perfect spot, Mike, for Tatum's question, which was. How do you handle navigating a disagreement just before church or just before you walk into service? Ooh, that that was a tough one. I had to grow on that one. I just preach mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling the whole church off this Sunday. <laughs> Y'all ain't faithful. Y'all been late. Singers <laughs> <laughs> don't sing like they used to. <laughs> Mothers don't pray like they used to. Everybody on his altar. <laughs> and this ain't got nothing to do with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> we good. <laughs> we don't have disagreements on Sunday mornings. I don't think we've ever had one. Oh, that was tough. I earlier than I do. There's never been a disagreement before church. I, I'm, oh. I'm, I, I can't. I can't handle it. There has there has been dif- disagreements the night before, okay. which has led up to the church. Church day, and I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I'm not quiet. I just, I just come and I'm like, I just pray that's not communion Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we got to hesitate. Pass on that plate. We got to hesitate. This be the longest (laughs) communion hymn and prayer. We still trying to get right. Like, why is he singing all seven verses of this song? Right, I'm praying like. I ain't you know, right yet. I ain't right yet. We ain't right. Nope. Yeah, this would be a good time to be upset with your husband because we got the mask. Nobody ever know. Nobody knows. I don't know. The eyes say a lot. The eyes say a lot. I have to fight in myself not to put anything in a sermon, you know. Oh, yeah. 
Don't <laughs> talk about it. I wish you would. <laughs> no, I mean, not, not but just, you know, talk about forgiveness. Right. <laughs> loving one another. We go to church and be like, amen. Be all happy. And then we get home. He'd be like, oh. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> right. no. I forgot. I forgot. No, I forgot. You no. had that's the that's called the bait and switch. That's that. the old bait and switch, Pastor Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come home all strutting in, ain't no food on the table. Well, you gotta go to McDonald's. I done sang my heart out, amen, Pastor. Go ahead. <laughs> Y'all remember that second. <laughs> if you can get too happy, it's trouble, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I need a ride home. <laughs> okay, last question. Last question. I think I know the answer, but I don't know. You guys might surprise me. Who spends the most time on the cell phone? Todd. <laughs> oh, no. We didn't have arguments. We didn't have blowouts. Yeah, about you. About you. On that phone. Well, I have He's a ministry. Terrible. I have a ministry. I have terrible. to. I have to administer so many pages. Oh, my goodness. No. I do our We're away. When we're away, put your phone down. We go on vacation. Put your phone down. Thank you. Let me like that. <laughs> Tiffany will take that phone. Tiffany take the phone in a bathtub. She take the phone outside. If she walking to the car, she she on the phone walking to the car. Tiffany do not put that phone down for nothing. That's not true. That's hard. It's connected. My, to my time is quality. Hers is just criticism. Quality. Uh. Uh-uh. You be. You be <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> look at the hate scroller. She's a hate scroller. <laughs> she don't like nothing she see on there. Everything's messed up. My hair look a mess. They can't sing. <laughs> She's a hate scroller. I was born. I was born with the technology. It's just just the way it is. Right. That's all I got. That's all I got. Y'all, y'all, y'all got any rapid fires? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody got any rapid fires? I think we had all the all the fan all the all the questions. Thank you all so much for your questions. By the way, I got a question. How much okay. we getting paid for this? How much you getting paid? Ask Big Mike. He the producer. Zero. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm all the payment you need, baby. Mm. Wow. Mm. I said the kids are coming to your house tonight. Come bring them on. Bring them on. Bring them on. It's payday, Doc. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Bishop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Miss that. Horrible. That's terrible. Listen, we gotta let the world know that we still love each other. Amen. 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 Right. Jeff, y'all don't be hearing what Jeff be saying every episode. This cat got a, he got a joke every day. You know, you saying that. You huh? say it. You push that along. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. Jeff always got and then Pastor Todd said, I don't need to hear about you what you do in the bedroom. And, and, then, and then he goes, you don't stop. Why you want to egg him on? That's just, I, I'm an encourager. I'm like You're Barnabas. I'm like Barnabas. I'm an encourager. Listen, <laughs> if, we, if, if, if me nor Todd is doing something in the bedroom, we both doing something wrong. Thank you. We are doing something wrong. Good night. We're too Bye. young. We're too young. Bye. Tiffany gone. I gotta go too. Why you think we so happy on Sundays? Bye. Where Tiffany go? I got one more question. Where Tiffany? Oh. Come on back. Come on back. Come on Come back. back. Tiffany gone. Y'all didn't left me. Tiffany leave. Right. Okay. When your husband is at home. 
Okay. Who does he most remind you of? Tarzan, Billy D, or Urkel? Me, I just came up with him, man. I've been thinking about it all day. That is a mixture of Tarzan and Urkel. <laughs> I was gonna say Billy D and Urkel, but he's more kind of Stefan Urkel. He's a little corny. Just call me Carcal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm sorry, fellas. Yeah. I had to ask him. Cornball, but then he all crazy all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff think he's smooth. Yeah. Oh, he think he's smooth? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he, he, he called 45 <laughs> commercials. <smooth. laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Funny thing is, the last cruise we was on, I had to do Tarzan to get us on a marriage competition. Really? Wow. <laughs> I had to jump, I had to I literally jumped off the ground onto the chair backwards, stood up and yelled out the Tarzan thing. <laughs> and we won the, and we won the newlywed game. We did win the game. Wow, wow, wow. wow. My yeah. wife would never let me do that. She'd throw me over the side of the ship if we were <laughs> on the cruise, nobody <laughs> know you you would go, you would you would participate. So oh, There's a Debbie Downer right here. I'm not a she Debbie barely wanted to do this. She barely wanted to do this podcast. I'm not <laughs> you know how many dresses I got to buy her off of this? Come <laughs> down to my place of work. <laughs> right, for five grand every day. <laughs> Good questions, Mike. Appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I hate to cut it short. We are an hour and a half in. Now we in. We we. This ain't short for us. We no, about to tell me off. Bye. It's been real, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mike, for being with us. Uh, this has been one of our uh, uh, most insightful and fun, religiously incorrect episodes. Well, thank our wives for coming. We appreciate you. Thank you, baby. We, we owe y'all ham sandwiches. Wonderful. <laughs> we all gonna do. We, go go get Tiffany. We all gonna do a simultaneous kiss. Um, a, a kiss. <laughs> We are going to do a simultaneous kiss. Use, use, use your tongue. I'm out. See, I didn't. I did, did I encourage him to say that? Did I encourage him to say that? I'm done. Tiffany, did I encourage that? I'm, I apologize, Pastor. Thank you very much. But Jeff, what else y'all want to do? Oh, oh, oh! Check out Fernando's. Kiss Cam. <laughs> Don't encourage him. Yes, that's why I love Fernando. Y'all take care. Love y'all. Mike, hit that beat. Y'all have a good one. Bye.